It's April 8th. Congratulations. You guys made it. It's a Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. This is the Biomedical Engineering News. I'm your host, Nicholas A. Casado. Today's going to be a great day. We got a lot of fun things packed for you. Uh, for specifically nuclear mitochondrial DNA packing um, and coronavirus uh, takeout. Yeah, let's take out some corona. And how to reuse N95 mask. Fun. Um, we're going to talk about hydroxybutyrate and its metabolic effects on age-associated pathology. Yeah. Where's that sound? Oh, don't break glass. Come on. <laughs> Five ideas for rego- regrowing thinning hair naturally. And then uh, diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's not diarrhea. Ooh, okay. Let's get out of here. Okay. Let's get the day going. All right, so just real quick update. I'm thinking about making this as simple as possible. I've been discouraged about doing this, maybe doing more of a live thing, but uh doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. Uh, right now, I'm just going to do a lot of the same samples. I feel like I spent a lot of time on the music, and the music's not really paying out. You know, it's like whatever. You guys don't really care about the original beats that I'm throwing out at you guys. You know, if you want to hear original beats, go to the SoundCloud Biomedical, or not that. Um, what's the SoundCloud? Uh, no time to explain. And there's some underscores in there, and probably a number one. Uh, cool. All right, to start us off, we got nu- nuclear mitochondrial DNA segments resembling pa- paternally inherited mitochondrial DNA in humans. And this is our abstract abstract this is our abstract of the day yeah abstract is probably the best and most favorite part of the day and we're gonna start off with a little sound effects how does this sound how does this sound okay let's just turn that off go back to normal abstract several strands of evidence question the dogma that human mitochondrial dna is inherited exclusively down the maternal line. Most recently, in three families where several individuals harbored a heteroplasmic haplotype consistent with biparental transmission, here we report a similar genetic signature in seven of 11,035 trios with allergic fractions of 5 to 25% implying biparental inheritance of mitochondrial DNA in about 0.06% of the offspring. However, analyzing the nuclear whole genome sequence, we observe likely large, rare, or unique nuclear mitochondrial DNA segments, mega and mutts for short, (laughs) 
<laughs> transmitted from the father in all seven families independently directing detecting mega m nuts um nuts immunity uh, of about one about point thirteen percent of fathers we see autosomal uh, transmission of haplotype Finally, we show the haplotype allele fraction can be explained by complex co concentrate conacetated mtDNA-derived sequence, uh, sequences arranged within the nuclear genome. We conclude that rare cryptic meganumps can resemble paternally mtDNA hydroplasmy, but find no evidence of paternal transmission of mtDNA in humans. are probably eating a lot of takeout when you're at home you're probably lazy probably didn't get food but here i'm here to scare you telling you how safe is it to eat takeout yeah we don't know i don't know it's alarmed cause for alarm yeah look don Schaffer had that thai takeout for dinner a few nights ago and just as he did occasionally in the weeks and months before the current covid19 pandemic well, Schaefer is Distinguished Professor at Rutgers University in New Jersey, whose expertise includes quarantine microbiological uh, risk assessment, predictive food microbiology, hand-washing and cross-contamination. So he goes, here we go, I quote, I know people are worried. But from what we know currently about the virus, it's safe to eat food prepared at restaurants as long as you take the proper precautions, in particular hand washing. All right, thanks, Schaefer. That was great. So as the coronavirus spreads in the U.S. and Americas, he direct, uh, directives to stay home. Takeout and delivery of personally prepared food is picking up. So in these fearful times, many of us are wondering if eating takeout is a good idea. Well, they just said it. Luckily for lazy cooks, eating prepared food restaurants is a safe choice. Um, yeah, there's a lot of conflicting thoughts, you know. Like, do you do you refrain from eating when you are? Um, yeah, it's like these people should wash their hands and maybe maybe can get cross contaminated, you know, because it can stay up on surfaces for quite some time, I guess. Um, yeah, I think it's up to your choice. I think you you can get the CV if you want. You can get it if you want. You can get the bottom. All right. Yeah, quick, quick fact. LA just, uh, whatever. Okay, yeah. Here we go. The next one, how to clean and reuse M95 mask. So what I was just trying to explain was that the, the, whew, $1,250 for N95. Wow. 10-pack. Super expensive. Somebody's harping in on that deal. I wonder if anybody actually... Oh, uh, whatever. So, 
uh, Eric Garcetti, the uh, mayor of Los Angeles, just said, hey, it's mandatory to wear a mask, so that would be cool. You got to wear a mask, you know. But it's a mandated law, I think. I don't know how they're going to force that. I see a lot of homeless in L.A. And if they're not wearing masks, maybe I shouldn't either. I love you. What? <laughs> I love you, too. Okay, so here we go. How not to clean your N95 mask? All right, so at work the other day, I got some avocado on my N95 mask. I was so grossed out. I was like, I can't keep wearing this. And... I had to. I got to figure out how to clean it. Well, here we go. Spraying or wetting with aerosol or liquid alcohol? Don't do that. Washing in soapy water? Don't do it. Dr. Sai indicates these messages can break down the hair electrostatic charge as key to the way the N95 filters small particles. They reduce a mass effect just by a third to a half. Oh, my gosh. So, how to clean it? Number one, rotation. You know, you should, uh, each one should be worn, you know, for eight hours and then uh, wear another one and then wear another one. And then after 72 hours, you can wear the first one. There, There's one method. And then number two, We've got steaming or boiling. So if you put in 260 Fahrenheit degree steam or boiling water for three minutes, this will disinfect the mask without significantly reducing its filtration efficiency. So don't excessively stir the mask if you boil it. We know you want to, but don't do it. All right, and then one more. We got one more for you, get hype. Baking it. You can bake it. <laughs> Researchers at Michigan State University refined this method using a laboratory oven. Dr. Sai concurs that heating a mask for 30 minutes at 70 degrees Celsius is effective. So it's 160 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. So I know you guys like to bake things at like 350. Don't do it with this. Spread that in half. You'll... Yeah. Seriously. Explosion. Yeah, she's going to catch on fire. I wish I knew the, the little Wayne one. Little Wayne South Act, but that's all right. Cool. Yep, and they got an important step uh, of how to put it on. You know, you cup it in your hand, and then you pull it back, and then you place your fingertips on both hands to the top nose clip. To, okay, and then how you remove it? Well, he says by pulling the bottom strap over the back of that. Don't touch the cup. Don't touch the cup. Yeah. All right. I uh, grabbed another. That... Beta hydroxybutyrate and its metabolic effects on age-associated pathology. Well, it's it's an abstract, and I'm just gonna go through it real quick. I'm not gonna read the abstract, but I like looking at aging as a universal process that renders individuals vulnerable to many diseases. 
So uh, considering the potential of the beta, it's a, it's a abundant ketone body in human circulation. This beta HB has been reported to prevent or improve the symptoms of various age-associated diseases. So how can we, uh, you know, uh, this, this is big for keto. So if you guys like keto, yeah, I don't like, I don't do keto. Say, some people say it's bad, but whatever. I got a lot of friends, so I'm going to let them know. Uh, you know, in keto bodies, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, it, it alleviates symptoms of neurodegenerative diseases, so cardiovascular diseases and cancers. So, so this is interesting. So it, it, it's saying that the keto diet could have an effect on the metabolic rate and how we, how we process uh, diseases, you know, like age-associated diseases. Cool, right? <laughs> All right, so we got five ideas for we're growing your thing here. All right, so here we go. Number one, savor tuna tacos. What's savor tuna tacos? Well, Stanford University researchers say this nutri nutrient trio energizes sluggish cells. So I guess it's tuna tacos. Yeah, seafood weekly. So just three servings of seafood weekly encourages the growth of thicker hair. 73%. All right, how about vitamin E? Vitamin E boosts the hair thickness. Yeah, yeah. Sip horsetail tea. Horsetail tea, what is that? Tastes like strong green tea packed with silica, hair nourishing mineral. Wow, it's resilient researchers say sipping two mugs of horsetail tea daily increases hair thickness, luster, and shine by as much as 33%. I'm gonna uh, check that out. You like guava? Guava's good too. And shampoo add in speeds growth. It's sandalwood, woo! So get sandalwood in your shampoo and it will help. Just add 22, 20 drops of sandalwood to a six ounce bottle of, and shake well before each use. Yeah. Okay, last one. symptom of a coronavirus according to doctors so one study said uh, that nearly 20% of people experienced diarrhea as a first sign of COVID-19 so yep there it is you can add to the three major symptoms fever dry cough shortness of breath plus diarrhea And then I'm gonna do one more. I don't know if you guys know or expected this, but this is the All right, we got the biohack, and now I'm gonna to talk to you about my uh, Moki marbles. 
So hikers rambling through Utah's Candy Stripe Canyon sometimes come across a strange-looking site where, where Navajo sandstone loses its iconic peach, orange, and red stripes. Hundreds of round iron-coated stones often litter the ground. The stony spheres are concretions, sandstone balls cemented by a hard shell of iron oxide minerals, often called moki marbles. Acres of the chocolate-covered rocks are scattered across Utah and Arizona, then tumble from the pale cream-colored Navajo sandstone beds when wind and water wash away softer rock. So it's like a geological oddity. All right. The lookalikes were discovered on Mars. So they got... <laughs> They're saying there's some on Mar Martian blueberries. Oh, oh okay. There's Martian blueberries. All right. We see that. Look at those Martian blueberries. Okay. Uh, whatever. Well, uh, what I was trying to say... Okay, so what I was trying to say is, like, how does Moki Marbles... Uh, actually do good for you in terms of biomedical engineering well here we go it's about healing crystals healing this is a crystal episode yeah crystals Woo. one shot in this vessel one shot. Purify the vessel. And guess who I found out this about? Ross Ben. Ross Ben, shout out on the higher side chats. He went and talked about Moki marbles and how they were illegal for the longest time. No touching them. Don't touch those. While well, these living stones, mumbling sounds, protection against the evil eye keeps false friends at far protection against fire, floods, and lightning, fertility, and family, happiness, and life energy improves the enjoyment of life. Coziness company, easy to fall asleep, deep sleep, no dreams, relaxing stone, not feeling bound to do something, a regenerating immune system, fortifying physical and spiritual unity for body, mind, and soul, resolves blockades providing light and joy of life feeling the energy field around the marbles it provides a feeling of belonging to people plants and animals well these moki marbles are interesting minerals ha it's a lot they don't really need special care they line the synergy centers relieve energy blockage stimulate chi energy ground center and protect they equally balance between grounding and energizing so pretty silly stuff but they're like little balls and you put them in your pocket and they've been used for centuries by shamans and other mystics so when does uh these shaman stones become helpful well if right now it's just like hey it doesn't hurt to carry around these little marbles in my pocket and maybe it's like uh maybe it's well um, huh. There's some techniques to it. I just use, I would just book it, put them in my pocket. But, um, yeah, there's some techniques. You know, you, you, hmm. One way to align the energy body is to place the rounded stone in the left hand and the disc like one in the right hand. Sit for a few minutes quietly and they will collect energy flow. Then you reverse it. Okay. 
yeah, well, that's it. Just wanted to share you guys. I got some marbles in my pockets, and I start <laughs> a little crystal around my neck, a little double terminate uh, thing. So, yeah, that's me. That's where I'm at. This is this is 28, guys. I just turned 28. Have a great day. I love you guys.